0: Bank on the grace of God in this message pastor encourages to trust and lean on the grace of God Rather than banking on your own strength and other people Grace is God taking over your situations This message explains what grace will do for you and how to access this grace of God
1: Hallelujah Let's open our Bibles to the book of Zechariah, the fourth chapter. And verses six. Zechariah, the fourth chapter, verses six and seven.
2: Then he answered and spake unto me, saying, Then he
1: answered and spake unto me, saying, This is the word of the Lord unto Sherabir. Say, Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord of hosts. Who art thou a great mountain? Before will thou shalt become a plain. And he shall bring forth the headstone. Thereof is shouting, crying, grace, grace unto it. Lift your hand and say grace, grace. Grace,
0: grace.
1: Amen. Bank on the grace of God. Bank on the grace of God. Amen. No mountain can move without grace. No obstacle will move without grace in your life. That barrier that stands in front of you will only move. The Spirit of God can be there. It's not by might, nor by power, but by my Spirit. But even for the spirit of the Lord to move forth You have to come forth to a place where you shout And you cry That's what the Bible says there Grace, grace And then the mountain shall depart Amen So you need to learn To trust And lean On the grace of God To see every barrier removed Every obstacle removed It doesn't matter how good you are, how strong you are, how educated you are, how self-righteous you are, how prayerful you are, how obedient you are. The mountain will only go when you cry forth and when you shout forth and say, Grace, grace, grace upon it. Lift your voice and shout out, Grace, grace, not once, not twice, but shout forth. Grace, grace. Amen, Hallelujah! You got to learn to bang on the grace of God. So, what is grace? Things that I might have spoken to you before. You might see me repeating certain things, but that's why, because that's a whole, that's because the Holy Spirit is impressing upon me. What is grace? It's divine help. What is grace? It's divine help. It's divine takeover. It is God taking over your situation. Grace, G plus race, God in your race. If God is there in your race, you will win. It doesn't matter what the obstacle is, how hard it is, how long it is, how treacherous the path is. But with God on your side, that's the grace. With grace on your side, you will be more than a conqueror. You will win. Amen. Amen. Grace is the size of God. If you have grace, you have God. Grace is divine leverage. Imagine you want to change the tire of your car. 50 people can lift up that car and stand like that. But one small kid with a jack can lift up that car. That is grace. What would take 50 people to lift up and hold? It is the leverage that God gives you. The jack that God gives you to lift up Billy Graham said, when you come to the end of yourself, we come to the beginning of God and that is grace. The mountain was moved for Sarbabil, not by his strength, but by the grace of God. Tonight, I wanted to lift your hands and say, by the grace of God, my mountain will go. Say that with faith tonight, by the, grace of God, by
2: the grace of God
1: my mountain, the mountain in front of me will depart. By the grace, the grace of God. Amen. Amen. If you push a car uphill, you struggle. There are many people trying to push their life forward by themselves, but grace is that fuel in that car. Faith is that ignition that you start. You press the accelerator, and grace takes you forward. Some of you have been going uphill, trying to make it on your own, trying to just persevere and hold on. It all sounds nice, those words. But tonight, you gotta bang on the grace of God. You gotta say, Lord, you've put that fuel into my tank. You've given me that divine enablement and that help. I am releasing my faith, take me up. Open your mouth and say in the name of Jesus. Amen. Grace will make you to succeed where others are struggling. You know, sometimes we bank on our connections. We bank on our strengths, on our education. We bank on our, you know, friends. On our health and different things to get us through. And we we involve the Lord also. But grace is God taking over. You're not banking on anybody else. You're saying, Lord, your grace is to take over. I heard a man of God say, this is quite deep. It sounds very simple. You can have favor and not enjoy grace but you can never have grace and not enjoy favor you can have favor with somebody and not enjoy grace but you can never have grace and not enjoy favor that is why in the epistles in all of the letters either in the beginning or in the end The apostle would use these words. May the love of God the Father, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you. That word grace again is, may the Lord himself help you. May he enable you. See, we just take it as a religious term, just hearing it through one ear and goes out through the air. We're used to hearing it from our childhood. But that benediction or that blessing contains so much of power you don't need to hear anything else in the morning you just need to say Lord may your love Father and the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the communion and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with me and my family and the church and you will be amazed by the takeover that comes by the grace of God Amen Amen so for you to bank on the grace of God You need to realize you need grace 1 Samuel chapter 2 verse 9 1 Samuel chapter 2 verse 9
2: He will keep the feet of his saints And the wicked shall be silent in darkness For by strength shall no man prevail By strength
1: shall no man prevail, prevail. By their own strength no man shall prevail You need the grace. Not by your strength. I don't know why the spirit of God is just, i got so much of stuff here. So much of stuff here. Don't bang on your own strength. Trust in the grace of God. Bang on the grace of God. Realize that you need it. When you put your trust in men, God will withdraw His grace. When anything that you are trusting in other than the Lord becomes more important for you, God will withdraw His grace. But this grace will come upon you the moment you lean and say, Lord, I need you. Without you, I can do nothing. And it comes from here. Ecclesiastes chapter nine, verse 11. Ecclesiastes the 9th chapter, verse 11.
2: I returned and saw under the sun.
1: I saw under the sun.
2: That the race is not to the swift.
1: That the race is not for the swift.
2: Nor the battle to the strong.
1: Nor the battle to the strong.
2: Neither yet bread to the wise. Yes. Nor yet riches to men of understanding. Mm-hmm. Nor yet favor to men of skill. Mm. But time and chance happeneth to them all.
1: But time and chance happens to them. all. God is, it, the race is not for the swift. Romans 9, 16 says, So it is not of him that willeth, nor of him that runneth, but of God that shows grace or mercy. Lift your hand and say, I need to, bank on the grace of God.
2: need
1: to bank on the grace of God. So what is grace needed for? We know grace is needed for salvation. We know that. But sometimes we think, okay, it is only in that point of salvation where you say, Jesus is coming to my life. And then you think you've got to do everything else by your own strength. You got to lead your Christian life by your own strength. Okay, I accepted the grace of God and accepted Jesus. Now everything else, no, no. From start to beginning, it is God's help. It's God's grace that will keep you, that will protect you, that will preserve you. And there will be nothing for you to boast when you stand in the presence of God. Where you say, I made it by my effort. I made it by my good deeds. I made it on my own. There will be nothing for you to boast in. Accept to stand there and say, Lord, your grace. It is your amazing grace. It is your amazing grace that has made me and brought me. Lift your hand and say, I'm a product of God's grace. A product
2: of God's
1: grace. Amen. Look at the scriptures. The purpose of grace. I'm just going to quote those scriptures. One, the grace of God is a razor of men. Moses, from keeping his father-in-law's sheep, became a great leader by grace. Moses! If he died at 80, nobody would have even known him. (laughs) But when he came to an end of himself and had an experience at the burning bush, and the Lord spoke to him, his life began from the he became a great leader Exodus 33 13 to 17 The book of Exodus the 33rd chapter verses 13 to 17
2: Now therefore I pray thee
1: This is Moses praying therefore I pray thee
2: If I have found grace in thy if sight If
1: I have found grace in thy sight
2: Show me now thy way
1: Show me now thy way
2: that I may know
1: thee. That I may know thee. That I
2: may find grace in thy
1: sight. That I may find grace in thy sight. And consider and consider that this nation is thy people. Wow. Amen. Look at the 16th verse.
2: For wherein shall it be known here that I and thy people have found grace in thy sight? Yes. Is it not in that thou goest with us? See, the
1: grace is the presence of God. The presence of God comes down. Is it not that thou art going with us, Lord? And look at the 17th verse. And the
2: Lord said unto Moses. And the Lord said unto Moses, I will do this thing also. I will
1: do this thing also
2: that thou hast spoken. Yes. For thou hast found grace in my sight. Ah. And I know thee by, na- by name.
1: Amazing. Look at Moses. Thou hast found grace in my sight and I have known thee by name. 17th verse, I don't have time to preach on that. One of these days I want to preach on that. It says that the Lord said unto Moses, I will do this thing also that thou hast spoken. (laughs) Look at his relationship with the Lord. The Lord is saying, how See, the only person who made God to repent was Moses. God makes us all repentant. But the... (laughs) God changed his mind when Moses prayed and God is saying to Moses listen this thing that you have spoken this also I will do for you that is the level of grace in which you need to walk in let that kind of experiences be yours where you have an encounter with the Lord the presence of the Lord is real and that which you speak God says I will do it that which you have spoken I will do it Amen Hallelujah. Praise be to the name of Jesus. Moses challenged Pharaoh by the grace of God. Moses didn't go up there before Pharaoh and say, look at my muscles. Been working out in the wilderness. You better let the people go. He didn't say that. He didn't bank on his strength. He didn't bank on his old association with Pharaohs. Palace, you know our relation? (laughs) Pharaoh, if I found grace in your side, you remember your sister? She adopted me, made me grow in this palace. We've actually played together in that, By around that chair that you're sitting. He He didn't bang on that. He knew the grace of God. He stood there before Pharaoh and said, let my people go. Even to challenge Pharaoh That very thing that controls you That holds you like a slave That ties your family down Generationally May that be broken By the grace of God In the name of Jesus Amen When grace lifts you up You keep going up It is said that when men lift you up, they can only lift up so much. And after some time they'll have to put down because their hands will get tired. But when God lifts you up, you just keep going up and up and up and up and up and up. up. That is grace. Lift your hand and say up and up by the grace of God. Look till that day when Jesus comes in the clouds and raptured into the clouds to be with the Lord. Up and up, by the grace of God. It is not men lifting you up. You are not in the you not the Praise the Lord, God's grace is a raiser of men. are in the in the the New today. amen look at Joseph from pit to prison Joseph was lifted up God raised him up now why do I say he was lifted up by grace look at Genesis 39 1 to 4 Genesis 39 in case you do not know where Genesis is it's in the first book of the Bible 39th chapter verses 1 to four we don't have time to read through that the third verse,
2: And his master saw that the Lord was with him. Mm. And that the Lord made all that he did to prosper in his hand.
1: Yes, and the fourth was, and Joseph found grace in his sight. Grace. Amen. Praise be to the name of Jesus. The making of men or women in the kingdom of God is by grace. It's not by politics. Are you with me? It's not by manipulation. It's not by votes. It's not by democratic process. The making of men and women in the kingdom of God is by the grace of God. Lift your hand and say grace.
3: Grace,
1: Grace, Lord amen hallelujah it is grace's divine leverage it's like an aeroplane a big aeroplane being pushed by a small little vehicle that's grace everything in the church is grace made Everything, just not in the church, in my life, is made by grace. My efforts would be little, all of God's grace. Amen. Lift your hands and say, I need to be grace made. I'm banking on the grace whether it be in your business, whether it be in your family life, whether it be in your workplace, the lifting up that is needed there, your promotion, your coming up in life, whether it be whatever, it has to be the grace, the grace, the grace, the grace, the grace, the grace, the grace of God. Rakhala sthva, it is not by the works of the flesh, but by the grace of God. Rakhala it's not by the works of the flesh, but by the grace of God if you forsake grace you will end up in disgrace grace is power I can only preach but only the Holy Spirit can give you experiences of God's grace some of you know it very theologically But I sense some of you are gonna tap into what the Word of God says and enjoy the leverage that comes into your life by the grace of God, the help that comes into your life. See, grace will work for you when you're conscious of it. What are you conscious of today? I'm just a little practical. What are you conscious of today? If you're conscious of your hard work, that person, this person, that, your effort, doesn't matter even if it is a religious effort I'm not saying it's a bad thing it might be a good thing but if you're conscious of that you are not conscious of the grace of God grace will begin to manifest for anyone who is conscious of it anyone who recognizes grace in their life will recognize grace in somebody else's life if you recognize your pride most of the time you will recognize that somebody else is proud have you seen that sometimes people come to me for say, you know that woman is she's so envious of me and then I say what about your envy because you seem to be very conscious of somebody else's envy <laughs> what you're conscious of you will recognize in somebody else May you become more and more aware and conscious of divine grace working in your life it's called the amazing grace it's not average grace we sing that song amazing grace
0: Whoa.
3: Amazing. oh so He's gone, he
1: His grace consciousness of God's grace working in your life will attract more grace will bring even physical deliverance Genesis chapter 6 and verse 8 it says that Noah found grace in the sight of God and it delivered him his family from destruction physically just not him. When he found grace, his family was saved by that grace. I sense some of you who are going to tap into God's grace, your family's deliverance will be by the grace that God will multiply upon your life. You won't die prematurely because you found the grace of God. The entire earth was flooded by God's judgment, but Noah found grace in the sight of God. Blessed be the name of Jesus tonight. Let the grace of God abound upon your life that you know you're delivered even physically from certain calamities and from danger. In the name of Jesus. Yeshu let the grace of God abound upon you tonight. See without grace, you can never have fulfillment. have fulfillment in life. Second Corinthians chapter 9. 2 Corinthians chapter 9 verse 8.
2: And God is able to make all grace and God abound, is
1: able to make all grace
2: abound towards you.
1: Make all grace abound towards you.
2: That you you should write
1: your name there. And that that you
2: Always always
1: having all sufficiency in all things may abound to every good work. God is able to make all grace abound towards you. That you having always having all sufficiency. That's what sufficiency there is to be able, adequate, competent. See if somebody needs to pay the rent, let them find the grace from God. You want capital for your business, don't go searching for it. Ask God to make all grace abound towards you that you're having all sufficiency in all things. You want your marriage to have fulfillment? Don't read 10 books on marriage. It's good, you're reading it. But God is able to make all grace abound towards you that in all ways and in everything having all sufficiency, having Fulfillment. Whatever you want to see happen, you make it happen by the grace of God. If I need finances, I don't go looking for finances. I say, Lord, I need your grace because this is your word. Joseph found grace. So he got married. He got promoted. You want to get married? Find the grace. It's first the grace. If you want to prosper continually, you need the grace of God. Continually. If you want to have a life where your life is not under pressure, Grace eases you. You heard it before. Grace can prosper you to such an extent that make you so rich that the rich will know you are rich. (laughs) Somebody say amen to it. Let the grace abound towards you. See when the grace abounded in Acts 4.33 Great grace was upon the church When they cried out before God The next verse says There was no one in the church that was lacking See when grace abounded Lack left (laughs) Open your mouth and say Lack will live my life
2: When grace abounds When
1: grace abounds
2: Grace
1: grace abounds Grace Grace abounds Amen Amen. Praise be to the name of Jesus. I sense a word, a prophetic word coming over, over somebody. Every month you will buy properties in your life. I don't know where you should talk about it. Grace is going to come over your life. Raidala, Shamana Prabala. Inderestay Prabalam. Ragalam Sekha Prabala. Raidania. Thank you, Lord. Amen. There's grace. I claim that. (laughs) Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. What does grace do for you? It will bring distinction. Grace is that which one makes difference in your life. No matter how much the competition is, no matter the circumstances, grace will make you stand out. When competition increases, you know, we live in a very competitive world. Don't get into a rat race. Even if you win it, you're still a rat. Don't get into a rat race but there are people who will compete with you but don't worry over that we just make sure that your heart is only through the will of God and then what we'll find is grace will make you to stand out Paul said I am what I am by the grace of God the grace towards me was not in vain I labored yet not I but the grace of God that is within me 1 Corinthians 15 10 Amen. See, grace is that which positions you to receive. See, when grace upon... uh, You know, there are many people who, who use these words who haven't even tasted a little bit of God's grace. When God is doing something in your life, it'll be surprising to everyone around you. People are surprised. Hey, how did that guy have that kind of business? Grace. How did that person stand across the nations and serve Jesus? Grace. Hey, how did that guy buy that kind of vehicle? Grace. How did that man or that woman who was leading a life that was wrong suddenly is used for God and living right? Grace! When grace comes into your life, you won't panic because no matter what the heat is or what the battle is it is God taking over that battle. When God takes over a battle do you have any doubt whether you will win or not? (laughs) <laughs> Glory unto the name of Jesus. Amen. Glory unto the name of Jesus. Lift your hand and say, I'm banking, I'm banking on the grace of God. 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 Amen. See, there has to be a cry. That's what I'm trying to say. How, uh, grace, grace can... Be multiplied in your life. Look at scripture. How do you access this grace? We don't have time. So I just go through. We will continue with this teaching. 2 Peter 1 verse 2. How do you access this grace? 2 Peter 1 2.
2: Grace and peace be multiplied unto you. Grace
1: and peace be multiplied unto you. Through the knowledge of God. Through the knowledge of God, say that with me. Grace and peace be multiplied unto me. Grace
2: and peace be multiplied through unto the knowledge me. of God. Through the knowledge of God and of Jesus
1: Christ, our Lord. And of
2: Jesus Christ, our Lord.
1: See, grace gets multiplied in somebody's life through knowledge of God and through the knowledge of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Detroit. I think it's in Michigan I'm not sure yeah yeah it went it's the first state to go bankrupt a state went bankrupt. United States of America a state went bankrupt that that place had come up by the automobile industry but it went bankrupt and one of the reasons Uh, I mean, you know, I, I read something interesting there. When that automobile industry took off, the youngsters, the youth in that place, stopped studying. Stopped going to colleges and universities because suddenly they were getting paid for jobs in those industries. Huge pays. They stopped going to work, I mean, to study. Quick money, easy money. Don't never look for easy money. Easy money. They stopped. And they found out that when that state went bankrupt, the youth couldn't go to school, didn't have anything anymore. the same way spiritually if you think you know it all grace doesn't get multiplied but a continuous knowing of God and of Jesus Christ our Lord and studying his word and educating yourself from God's word will make grace to abound towards you you will never go bankrupt You will have all sufficiency in all things because grace will abound towards you. Amen. So how do you access this grace by knowledge? But it starts with being born again.
3: Born, born again. Water and the blood, thank God and born again. Born of the spirit, water and the blood, thank God and born again. Come on, just lift your voice, thank God. Thank God I'm born again. the spirit, water and the blood, thank
0: God, I'm born again.
3: hey, 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 born, born, born again. Thank God and am born again, born, born, born again. Thank God and am born again. and born of the Spirit, water and the blood. Thank God and am born again. Born oh, of the Spirit, water and the blood. Thank God and am born again. thank God. Water and the blood. Thank God. And Again, yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank God and born
0: again.
3: Born, born, born again. Thank God and born again. Born, born, born again.
1: Wow, thank God I'm born again. Jesus said, unless you be born again, you cannot enter the kingdom of God. Whoa, it starts there, the grace, amazing grace, starts to happen in your life when you're born again. Then through knowledge, that's what we read before, We have access to this grace by faith. Romans chapter 5, verses 1 and 2. Verse 2. By whom Also. we have access by by faith. faith into this grace, wherein we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. By whom also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God how do we have access to this grace? by faith how do we have access to this grace? by humility James chapter 4 verses 6 It but, says there.
2: But he giveth more grace. But
1: he giveth more grace to the humble. God God resists the proud. You can't walk in pride when you want grace. Pride is overestimation of oneself. Pride is overestimation of oneself. We are only privileged beneficiaries of God's grace. Whatever you may have, whoever you are, wherever you are from, you have nothing other than being given by God. That realization deep inside will make you to say, I'm a privileged beneficiary of God's grace. Lord I humble myself 1 Corinthians chapter 4 verse 7 It says there For who maketh thee to differ from another? For who maketh thee to differ from another? And what hast thou, what hast thou that thou did not receive? Now if thou did receive it Why dost thou glory if thou hast not received it? See Whatever you may have Where you are Or whoever you are it is by the grace of God that deep realization inside can you imagine when Joseph stood before Pharaoh Pharaoh didn't ask him hey Joseph what's your father's name what's your family name as a matter of fact never never asked him that Joseph knew it is by grace Later on, during the time of famine, Joseph had to literally introduce his parents. Grace is multiplied to you or will abound upon your life when you pray. Access to grace, Hebrews 4:16. Let us approach the throne of grace to receive grace and mercy at our time of need. The throne of God is the place of God's grace and mercy. You can approach before the throne boldly by the blood of Jesus and say, Lord, I need your grace. I need your grace. Not superficially saying that from your mouth, but crying out like it says in Zechariah 4. Shouting out, Lord, I need your grace. Help me to raise up these children, Lord. Grace, grace. Help me to lead this congregation, Lord. Grace, grace. It's a cry from your heart in prayer, in humility. And how do you access this grace? By being righteous conscious. Righteous consciousness, that's the better word. Righteous consciousness. What makes Christianity colorful and glorious is the grace of God. Grace is, somebody said, the invisible personality of God. The kingdom of God is a kingdom of grace. Because, because Romans 14 verse 17 says, The kingdom of God is not of eating and drinking but of righteousness, peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. Righteousness. Righteousness. 1 Corinthians 1 verse 4, there's an interesting word there. I thank my God always on your behalf for the grace of God which is given you by Jesus Christ. So having Christ is having grace. No Christ, no grace. So being righteous, conscious. What is righteousness? There are three kinds of self-righteousness. You know, self-righteousness. You feel self-righteous. That doesn't get you to heaven. Nor does it produce grace in your life. Then there is practical righteousness. You don't do anybody any harm. You're a good person. You walk about being nice to everybody, do the right things that is nice but the righteousness that I'm speaking about here is the gift of God it's provided by Jesus Christ on the cross of Calvary it is freely given to you and you just need to accept that righteousness this might sound very simple But I'm saying that for somebody who's listening to me tonight for the first time. Jesus took your sin on the cross and gave you his righteousness. It's a free gift. You receive by faith. And you stand in that righteousness by faith. You have access to the grace of God. And you become conscious of the righteousness. That you have the righteousness means right standing with God. Righteousness is God's nature bestowed upon you. Righteousness, consciousness will release or make grace abound upon you. What is consciousness? It's a mindset. Personally developed and programmed to think in a particular way. It's a belief system that controls your life. So what is it that's controlling your life? It's guilt, condemnation, all kind of negative emotions. It's controlling your thought process. You can't trust anybody. Suspicious of everybody. You think the whole world is against you. You You think you got to make it on your own. You're not walking in the righteousness of God. You're self-righteous. But you've got to have your mind programmed to say, Jesus took my place and he gave me his righteousness.
3: I am covered over with a robe of righteousness that Jesus gives to me, gives to me. of jesus and he lives in me lives in me my jesus when he looks at me from heaven
1: he sees not what i used to be but he sees
3: Jesus, jesus jesus i am covered over with the precious blood of jesus and he lives in me lives in me i am covered over with the robe of righteousness that jesus gives to me When He looks at me from heaven He sees not what I used to be
1: But He sees Jesus 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 Jesus
3: Jesus Jesus, 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 Jesus.
1: Your mind has to be obsessively aware that you have Christ in you. <laughs> that is righteousness consciousness. If gone, and that's what you will become. You will begin to display his nature. The grace of God will begin to flow. The more you're conscious of uh, all your past sins and You're not tapping in. You're not banking on God's grace. A belief system developed from an understanding of God's word to realize I am the righteousness of God through Jesus Christ. By His sacrifice, by faith. Lift your head and say thank you Jesus. Amen.